This is Crucial Tech, a podcast about technology that affects all of us in a format that allows you to consume it in the time it takes to go to and from the grocery store. I'm your host, Lou Covey, and I probably know more about it than you do. And if I don't, I know someone who does. But first... Thank you for joining us here on Crucial Tech. My name is Joe Vasquez, and with me is Lou Covey. Today, we'll be talking about Apple's new ad tracking transparency policy. Uh, every episode that we do, Lou leaves a little note there in, in the podcast about how listeners can reach us. They can leave an audio comment at anchor.fm. And it just so happens that we got one of those questions this week from a John Carvalho in Santa Clara, California. Let's go to John's question. My question and the genesis of my question is from an article in the Wall Street Journal regarding the new iOS 14.5 and Apple's position in the area of tracking or privacy. I'm interested to hear your insights on it. It really appears that there is a, a, a battle of ideas and what should be tracked and what shouldn't be tracked, artificial intelligence, etc. All this is fascinating. And I would be interested to hear um, what you have to say about it and your insight on it. Thank you for your time. Look forward to hearing from you. So just for our listeners who don't know, I just wanted to give a little bit of background. Apple announced this uh, just short of a year ago. They kind of delayed it, giving some developers a chance to catch up on what this is all about. Lou, you and I actually did a, uh, an episode on this uh, last June or July, I believe it was. There weren't too many details about that, uh, about the policy then. Uh, the following episode, you actually um, interviewed an industry analyst where you guys talked about it a little bit deeper. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tim Beharin, that's right. Um, if people, so today, in the interest of keeping this short, uh, if people do want to go back and look at those, those take a little bit deeper dive. Uh, where can they find those? Okay, that was an ep- uh, the second season, episode 26 and episode 27. Okay. Uh, tw- 27 with, with, so they just go to anchor.fm and can find them by the date? Yeah, anchor.fm slash crucial tech. Perfect. All right. So, Today, I thought we'd focus, uh, because there are so many different angles to this story, right? There's the business angle, there's the Apple angle, there's the Facebook angle, there's the small business angle, there's privacy and security. So today, in the interest of keeping things short, I kind of wanted to focus on the end user and consumers and kind of talk a little bit about what they can expect and what this means. So Again, just ad tracking transparency. If you could just at a very high level, tell us what this is and what did Apple's announcement say? Here's the easy way to do it. You, you go to your phone, to your settings, and you do search for tracking. And then you will find this thing that says tracking. You click on that, you open it up, and there'll be a button that you can say on or off. If you turn it on, that means every time a an app that you has, have on your phone wants you to wants to be able to track you and and uh, be able to find out where you go what you buy who you talk to that sort of thing you can give them permission per app and if you say no then they then apple will not allow them to track you so this seems pretty simple why is this such a big deal what is what's what's the change okay 
it's all about advertising revenue. And Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all the social media platforms, even, even uh, Alphabet, uh, Google, that sort of thing. More and more information is coming out that their claim that they are targeting the right people for you by tracking what you're doing uh, means you are getting very specific information about their audience so that they will be more likely to want to buy. And that's all based on the algorithm that these companies are using to, to track you. And it really doesn't work. I mean, there there is a certain amount of traffic that, uh, that advertisers will get. It could be one or two percent, which is essentially the same thing that you get with uh, direct mail. So, in other words, if you put out a thousand uh, pieces of direct mail, you can generally uh, hope to get uh, ten to twenty potential customers out of that, and that's what they're paying for. Now, the thing is, social media advertising is really, really, really cheap, and they give you all of these opportunities to actually, you know, focus on who you're going after but you are taking it for granted that they actually know who those people are. And I've said this many times in the past, Facebook seems to believe that I'm a 50 year old gay Asian man. That, that I, you, can, you can go through and you can actually see, you can download the information about yourself and we don't get into that right now to see how you are categorized by Facebook. And I'm pretty sure most people are miscategorized. But in that process, you're also giving up on a tremendous amount of privacy for no good reason. And so Apple has come in and said, because so many people are complaining about this, Apple's done something very simple. Now, in order to do that, you have to get permission from the user before you can start tracking them. Interesting. So this seems like all of this is kind of uh, what it's doing is pushing that data and pushing that security out in front of the actual user, making it very easy for them to take control. I think we all knew tracking was happening, but we didn't know what to do about it. Right. And so what this sounds like is now, it's as simple as the click of a button. Yeah, and and Apple is has done some studies on this uh, and a few other independent agencies as well. And they found that 75% of Apple iPhone users will actually turn this on, which means 25% of them won't. And that's, I think, is absolutely brilliant because when you're, you're trying to sell something, you're doing advertising, the most important lead you can get is a qualified lead, someone you know who is absolutely interested in buying your product. And anyone who allows tracking to occur on their phone will actually be a better customer, potential customer than anything that Facebook sells to the, the end user. That's going to be problematic for Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's actually, there's, you could, we could really dig into that, right? Yeah. So Apple is kind of pitching this idea as they want to give users a choice. Facebook is saying that this is bad for small business. Uh -huh. And it sounds like what you're saying is that this is bad because small business won't see the same numbers, but it's good because the lower numbers will be actual qualified leads. Yes. Okay. That's, that's the upside. So if I am a small business owner right now, 
what should I be doing to prepare for this? You need to start collecting information about your customers that they're willing to give to you. Um, now, if, if you're a small retail business, you know, a, a brick and mortar shop, uh, that, that's really easy. That's You can have a guest book. You know, ask your name, uh, phone number, address, or city you live in, okay? And you can use that as a database for yourself. And you can, you can do uh, direct contact with those people. And, and if you can engage with them, then you, they, they will reach out to other people, okay? That's how, you know, it, it's, been, it's called word of mouth advertising. But too many companies, small businesses in particular, don't really put much investment in the way of re revenue or even in effort to get their, uh, their information out, to engage their potential customers. Uh, so if they're going to have to do that, but the upside of this is, is that if they were using Facebook before, it wasn't really working. Uh, I've talked to many small businesses, both brick and mortar and uh, uh, digital businesses that say, we've never really seen much in the way of business coming from this. Most of the business we get is from word of mouth and not through social media, but they keep spending on it because quite frankly, social media advertising is dirt cheap. Yeah, I, I think actually you may have answered another one of my questions that I had, which was we in our previous episode, we talked about the fact that Google and Chrome were gonna stop uh, accepting third-party cookies. Yep. And as I thought about this, I, I was like, wait, Google is very similar to Facebook in that they, they make a lot of money on ads, right? Mm -hmm. Why would they stop tracking people? Why would they want to stop doing that? Are there other reasons other than the fact that it's not very effective? Well, the third-party cookies, um, Google can't control those. Now, they, they, they make a little bit of revenue off of allowing them in, but Google makes all of their money off of the cookies that they employ, off of the tracking that they do. So okay, so it makes no difference to them. Yeah, follow the dollars, and it makes no difference. Right. Okay. So from an end user perspective, it sounds like we're going to have more control over who has our data, who we're sharing with. Yeah, which is um, both an upside. That's both an upside and a downside. So that was actually the question. What what would be a downside for an end user? This sounds uh, like a great thing. Yeah, well, the downside is you're going to have to spend, uh, put more effort into uh, controlling what, what kind of content you see. You know, like I, I spend, I would say, maybe five, 10 minutes a day when I'm scrolling through Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, uh, actually you know, clicking on the little three dots and say, this ad is irrelevant to me. You know, that's all you have to say. Uh, there's a list of things you, about why you want to uh, block this particular ad. And I always say it's irrelevant. Well, that helps the algorithm determine what they're going to show me. You know, if, you know, if, if I, I get an ad for um, uh, women's feminine uh, hygiene products, well, that's irrelevant to me. So once, once I do that, then I'm not going to see those ads anymore. And, bit by bit, I see fewer and fewer ads. So that in itself is a downside because people just don't want to make the effort. But 
if you're on an iOS product and you have turned off the do not tracking, then you're going to start seeing a lot more ads. But again, there's the upside in that now you are in control of what the algorithm is going to do in the future. This is, this is what social media is supposed to be about. It's called social... Uh, they, they do social engineering. What they need is social engagement. That's, that's what they, they've been selling all along. Social okay, engagement. Can, can you just take a minute and explain the difference between the two? Okay. Social engagement is when you're actually having a conversation. And I've gone back in the past, and this is one of my favorite phrases that I came up with, is that the market is a conversation. You can participate in it or you can ignore it, but you cannot control it. And that's what good marketing is all about. So you end up having a conversation with your customers. However, what they are actually doing is called social engineering, where companies are trying to convince you that you are what they say you are. I mean, that's that's what the whole thing about the, you know, the, the Russian interference with our election process. It was to make people think in a certain way. And that's where everything goes sideways. Social so engineering is, is an example of that a company that maybe sells a lifestyle as opposed to products. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and Apple is famous for selling a lifestyle. What's interesting here, yeah, that that was actually one of the companies I was thinking of. What's interesting is Apple's always had that that impression and the, the commercials of being a rebel, right? Yeah. And then they put this control in people's hands, but they've also continued to rock the boat and be the rebel by putting this ATT out there, right? Yeah. And now you see them fighting with Facebook and, and things like that because Facebook is going to lose a bunch of money, but they've continued that rebel. They've continued that, you know, privacy is in, is in your hands, kind of independence, right? Yeah. People get to make the choice of which, what data they share. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something else. Um, we, there were several reports, and you mentioned one, uh, I read at least four, that are estimating between anywhere between 75, 85% of people will opt into this and, and turn ads off, tra tracking off. If tracking is crucial for what I'm doing, or if I'm just a business and I, I want a more loyal consumer base, what are some things I can do to encourage people to share that information with me? Um, well, you can pay them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, I mean, it's, it's been done, right? It's been done. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though, is that Apple announced today that they will be, be banning all apps from the app store that reward customers for, uh, allowing them to be tracked. Okay. I didn't, I did not read that. So that's yeah, that good was, to that, know. That was ju just this morning because, you know, that, that, you know, that's what people will do. Once you have something that restricts you from doing something, the first thing they're going to try and figure out to do is how to get around it. Yes. And yes. apparently that that's already started and Apple anticipated that. Um, but speaking of Apple and, and selling the lifestyle, you know, that's, that's social engineering. But at the same time, Steve Jobs was kind of a genius on this because he didn't give his customers what they said they they wanted. He always said the customer doesn't know what he wants. What Steve Jobs did is he took a look at the problem that they had. 
-hmm. Yeah. Most engineers uh, will, will try and sell you, they, they will make something that said, this is really cool. Now let's try and sell it. Okay. Without actually considering what the customer wants. And Microsoft was famous for that for years with, with, with their operating system is that it didn't matter what the customer wanted. It didn't matter about making life easier for the customer. It didn't matter whether it was secure. We're just going to push this thing out there, make the customers beta test it, make a bunch of money. And if they complain about it, tell them to go screw off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Steve Jobs took a look at what people needed and what their capabilities were and then made products that met the need within their capability. It would do... It, it would do for the customers what they couldn't do for themselves, but at the same time, help them to do things they knew they wanted to do. And that's, that's what companies need to start doing. It's not just make a product and see who's going to buy it. It's there's an old 19 or depression era time when uh, Roosevelt started uh, the public works that said, find a hole and fill it. Okay. Yeah. And that was, that was all about potholes really. But that's what companies need to do. They need to find a need. They don't need to manufacture a need. They need to find an actual need. But it sounds like a lot of that comes down to what you were talking about before, which was just nurturing a relationship, building trust. You have to understand who your customer is and what they need before you can solve that need. Yes. And I think a lot of times it's what you just described, right? We don't do that. We say we built this thing. Let's go put this thing out there to as many people as we can and find out who needs it and they'll buy it. Yeah. Right. It's kind of got to go backwards. You've got to listen to people. You've got to say, what do they need? You've got to develop that for them. And then they may trust you. Right. Yes. It's pretty interesting too, thinking in terms of security, because we often say a lot on social media platforms, especially the younger generation, they put everything out there. Um, this will give people the option to not necessarily do that. Right. Um, what I'm wondering is what this looks like uh, two, three, four years down the road. Do these people, younger generation who put things out there, just put everything out there, is tracking not going to end up being a big deal and this kind of goes away? Does this get stronger? It's really going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Well, I think overall it's a positive thing. I'm hoping more companies take up on this because it's going to make what we share about ourselves more intentional. Uh, mm -hmm. right, right now, we're, we just put stuff out there for no good reason. This is what I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lou, in the interest of time, we like to keep these short. I have one final question for you. Okay. In my reading prepping for this, uh, they did say there was an option in your phone to go in and turn off all ad tracking altogether all at once, or you could choose individually. For you personally, will you be turning it all off or choosing individually? For me? Yes. Um, it, it depends. Uh, if there is an organization that I want to support, I'll let them track me because they can use that information. They're, they're going to sell my information. So that's the intent of my question. Right now, today, is there an organization you will be allowing to track you? The Washington Post. <laughs> All right. I think that answers everything I've got for you. All right. 
Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Crucial Tech. Till next time. This has been a Footwasher Media production.